0: Hey, FitFam, you've got your girl Laura here with another episode of the Bikini Things podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. Got a great episode for you. It's a little bit rainy here in Orange County, but that is not deterring me <laughs> from bringing you guys fresh episodes each, each week. And this week, what I really wanted to talk about was just a little off-season update and kind of where I'm at. With all of that, Um, there's a lot of a mental, I guess there's a lot of um, anxiety, emotion, all of that that goes into being in an off season and recognizing that you need to gain weight to improve your physique. And that's kind of where I'm at. And I'm kind of having the prototypical struggles of any bikini girl, but I at least wanted to come on here and be a little transparent And share it with you guys because I share little bits here and there on Instagram, but it's really not the same type of interaction. Whereas this is great, it's a little bit longer form and I can just kind of ramble and tell you guys what I'm going through and what my experience has been and things like that. So a little update, um, this weekend will be five weeks past my last show um, in December and so I'm roughly about 10 pounds up from my stage weight. And I'll be honest, uh, it's giving me a lot of anxiety. I feel like I've gained too much weight. I feel like I've messed up or effed up already on my reverse diet. But at the same time, I had these, these thoughts last year at the beginning of my off season where I thought I didn't reverse diet slowly enough. I was feeling extremely guilty about eating food. In general, um, if it wasn't super clean, if I wasn't eating exactly what I was eating on prep, I felt very guilty, and I kind of had to learn over time to banish those thoughts and just stick with my meal plan and my macros. Right now, I'm kind of I've kind of been doing my own thing, so I think that's part of what causes it. Is um, truly only being accountable to myself right now. I probably will start an off season program in the next couple weeks, but. Um, part of it too is also I just don't want to disappoint my coaches in any way and so if I go to them and they tell me or they have some type of comment that you know you've gained too much weight I'm gonna feel like garbage even even more so than I already do right now so while I'm 10 pounds up I'm still wearing basically the same size clothing. You know, my jeans are a little tighter. Like I even had some jeans, some skinny jeans that were pretty much falling off of me, that fit way worse when I was on prep. So that's not necessarily a bad thing. But I have some that are kind of tight, and and I have a range of sizes. And sizes, I guess, just different brands in my closet. They're all roughly the same size, but some fit a little looser, some are a little snugger. But generally, I'm wearing the same size clothing. In my mind, I know that 10 pounds is not really that big of a deal. I feel ridiculous a little bit, but at the same time, I'm still having these thoughts of guilt, um, regretting eating, um, feeling like I need to do more cardio. There's been once or twice where I've gone to the gym and literally just done a ton of cardio because I felt extremely guilty about what I ate or the quantities of what I ate. And, um, you know, I wouldn't call anything that I'm doing like binge eating or anything extreme like that but there are definitely times where I go out and I eat and I would do what I call kind of overeat where I go have you know a heavy cheat meal and then I feel the need to go have um a heavy dessert sorry you guys (laughs) phone being linked to my computer got me right there Um, But I'll go overeat and I'll have this heavy cheat meal and I'll feel the need to also go have this crazy dessert and then I'm freaking stuffed. So I'm not really, I wouldn't say I'm binge eating at all. I would just say I'm probably more frequently than I would like kind of overeating or overdoing it with cheats and things like that. In general, during the work week especially, I'm pretty much on my meal plan. Um, I'm prepping foods, I'm weighing out my food. You know, I'm tracking my my protein, my carbs, my green veggies, not cooking anything with butter or oils as usual. But letting myself have treats and and cheats here and there, sometimes it gets me, because that food can taste really good after so long on prep, and then you just want immediately want more of it. So while I know that it's not really that big of a deal, being ten pounds up is not is not much, especially given that I'm about six feet tall um, I still have these, these emotions and the stress tied to it. I still feel like I don't look good anymore. My abs are pretty much gone at this point, even though, you know, I've had times here and there where I've set my mind to going doing and doing a ton of cardio. And then I wake up the next morning and there they are, but that's not, that's not really healthy. I at least can recognize the unhealthy behaviors. One thing I've always really prided myself on, whether it was, while I have been a competitor or before that is having a really healthy balanced attitude towards food, nutrition and my body and I think part of this just comes from my background where my dad is a food scientist. I grew up talking and learning about nutrition. Um you know, I'm not a registered nutritionist or a dietitian, but I do have a fitness nutrition cert and I'm very well versed on the basics of nutrition. I have a certification in fitness nutrition and and I read a lot about it. So I stay current on trends and diets and any new research that's coming out and really try to keep myself very informed about this. But even someone like myself, I consider myself very mentally disciplined, very strong willed. I still struggle with this. And so that's why I wanted to share with you guys today, because a lot of times what we put out on social media um it's it's really our highlight reel so we're only showing our best moments I'm only showing the photos of me in the best lighting or or to be honest I mean we're all guilty of this we're posting throwback pics so I'm still intermixing like the picture I posted yesterday was from you know a week after my show I was still shredded you could still see my bicep vein and my abs popping out and, and I'm still posting pictures like that. And granted, sometimes I'm just literally looking through my camera roll. But, you know, right now, I'm not really taking pictures of my body that much. And when I was on prep, you can bet your ass every morning I'd get up. And either before or after my workout, I'd snap a couple gym selfies because why not? I felt like I looked so good. So why not take so many pictures? And so inevitably, some of the, the things that I'm posting and sharing right now, are throwback pics. And that's not necessarily fully honest. It's not, it's not a lie. It's not dishonest, but it's not a full picture of reality. And I know I'm not the only one that does this. Um, You know, maybe to be fair, maybe I should be hashtagging throwback as the first hashtag on those pictures. Um, You know, I guess, but part of me still feels like, you know, Laura, you're not that far away from your show. You should still kind of look like that. And so maybe that's why I'm doing it. But Either way, I've definitely noticed I'm not really taking pictures so much of my body anymore. Um, my stomach area—I'm definitely very self-conscious about that's that's where I do gain my weight, and uh, you know, it's not it's not shredded, but it's also not like I've got a beer gut either. Like I just have a flat, normal stomach. Um, most people would actually still look at me right now and say, "You have you have abs, you have some upper ab conditioning and stuff," but it's really really hard. And if you guys have competed or haven't competed, the mental struggle you go through after you compete to objectively look at your body, it's extremely challenging. Because once you see your body at that stage weight and that stage leanness, that all of a sudden becomes your expectation of what you should walk around looking like. And the unfortunate reality is that that's not realistic. It's not realistic at all. Um, that, that body requires so much work. It puts so much stress on your body to be doing so much cardio to be in a constant deficit. So that type of body is not really maintainable. And there are a few, I'd say women and men who can kind of maintain a physique like that year round. But um, I have to imagine their diets are extremely limited year round or it's also very possible there are some additional supplements in play for a scenario like that. So in general, it's not really possible, realistic, feasible to walk around just looking stage-shredded year-round, and yet this becomes our expectation. And that's, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing, because really, we should be a little bit kinder to ourselves, and we should be able to look at how we are after a show and still feel good feel healthy feel fit feel proud of our our bodies and our accomplishments and not beat ourselves up not feel like we have to do hours of cardio or we have to hide ourselves from the world because all of a sudden we don't look our best anymore so for me i'm having all of these feelings but at the same time i i want to be transparent and share i'm not trying to hide anything i don't want to give off a realistic expectation and perception. Everyone struggles with this. Everyone struggles transitioning into off-season. And I've said a bunch of times my last off-season was really challenging for me. I was very concerned about not gaining the wrong type of weight. I was hyper-focused on it. I stayed very lean the whole time. And and I felt like I looked really great that off-season, but it wasn't without a big mental burden and a lot of mental work to maintain that and to stay that way through a nine-month off-season. And so this time around, I told myself, Laura, you need to give yourself a better balance. You need to be able to go eat food that's not chicken, brown rice, and broccoli and feel okay about it and not feel guilty and not feel the need to compensate with cardio and not stress out about when you're taking your progress pictures relative to when you've had one cheat meal because that's not really a way to live. And there's a lot I've given up in the last year to make the progress I have. I have said no to countless social situations. I can't even tell you how many. And I have also, I think, put my personal life in terms of dating, romantic relationships on the back burner because of that. And it doesn't mean that I wasn't actually putting myself out there and trying to date. I definitely was trying to date, especially over the spring and summer. Um, you know, it'd been plenty of time since I'd been in anything committed. So I felt like, hey, I'm really ready to put myself out there and try this again. But what kind of ended up happening is number one, I work quite a bit. I have a full time job. I work um, part time doing some leadership and promo activities for a couple supplement companies. I do a little bit of freelance nutrition coaching, and I just keep myself extremely busy. In between that and the training schedule as a competitor, number one, there's very limited time to date. It's not like I just have all of this free time that I'm just sitting around on my butt watching Netflix. I think honestly, I probably watch an hour or less of TV a week, which is about the least I've ever watched in my life. Like Even in high school and college, I watched probably more TV than that. So in number one, I don't have a lot of time to commit to it. And, and really that's on me. Like it's on me for not making the time to do it if it's something that's actually important to me. But the reality is my actions speak for themselves. I'm not, sorry you guys. <laughs> um, the reality is that if I'm not making time for the activity, it really means that everything else I'm doing is more important to me than that activity. So that really means that my work, my competition training, my part-time work is dearer to my heart than dating is, at least right now. And I and I think that's true. But the second, second fold part of that or the second piece of that is dating became really hard or becomes really hard even in off-season because, number one, you're kind of feeling a little bit insecure about your body. You're like, oh, fuck, I'm gaining weight. Are guys going to like me? Are guys going to be into me? And I think what I've found over, you know, being single for about a year and not being in anything really serious for about two years is that guys like every flavor and size of what you got going on. So there are some guys that love you when you are stage lean and stage skinny they really like a thin woman. So there are guys that love that look and get kind of grossed out almost. I hate to say it, but they get grossed out when you start to gain weight or if you tell them you're going to gain weight, they freak out a little bit. I even (laughs) had a guy at one point on a dinner date when I told him I was entering my off season and I would probably put on 15 pounds, which for someone who's six feet tall is really not much weight. Like it's less than a dress size. It's very spread out along my body. And he told me, Wow, either you're gonna look really hot or you're gonna look gross. And (laughs) I think I had a little bit of a visible reaction, but in my head, I was just like, damn, okay, thank you. Next, (laughs) and let's keep it moving. But, um, the, the, Part that enters, that's a little bit complicated. So, okay, so there are guys that like you when you're skinny. There are guys that like you when you're thick. There are plenty of guys that when you're stage lean will tell you, hey, I would love it if you gained another 10, 20 pounds. You'll look full. You'll look curvy. I like curvier girls or I like a curvier look. So there are going to be guys out there that like whatever stage you're at. But the biggest piece that I really found that made it hard for me to date or has made it hard for me to date is that... I don't really drink and I take my competing and my diet and my training serious enough that I don't really drink because number one, it's very bad for your muscles. It inhibits the repair process and the recovery process of your muscles. So basically, it inhibits that growth process and during off season, that's all you want to do is just make sure you're growing, 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 like don't miss meals, don't do too much cardio, don't drink alcohol. Is you know, in my mind, don't eat too much shitty food, but probably a little, maybe you can get away with. So I don't really drink. And that makes it hard because what I found, especially in Orange County, Southern California, people kind of live a party lifestyle well into adulthood because there are men well into their forties going out drinking every weekend even on the weeknights well into their 40s and maybe even their early 50s. There are a lot of guys that are living like a permanent bachelor lifestyle and it makes it really hard because when you're first meeting someone a drink can take the edge off a little bit. It can make you more relaxed around a person who's essentially a stranger if you're meeting them from a dating app and so it's a nice social lubricant. People like to drink, people like to socialize and feel good about themselves and feel comfortable but when you're not doing that, number one it can be hard to tell if the person you're with if they're drinking, if they are one of these kind of party boys or, you know, grown men kind of living this party lifestyle or if they're just, you know, maybe a social drinker and and what makes it really hard is number one it makes it hard to I think have like a ro- more romantic interaction because at least for me when I'm sober, I'm a little bit more nervous, I'm a little bit more like my work self when I'm with people just more friendly but not as flirty because you know I don't have a buzz going on and then on top of that a lot of people they see someone who doesn't drink as not being fun like oh you don't drink okay well there's other women here or oh you don't drink okay I've got other friends so that that can make it a big challenge as well and so I felt like Last off-season especially, I did kind of put my dating life on the back burner, number one, just from a time commitment perspective, but also two, because I wasn't drinking at all and I just think it makes it hard when you're meeting new people or people especially off of dating apps who don't know you. I think it can be kind of expected that you're going out and having drinks for a date and and there's nothing wrong with drinking if you can do it in moderation and you're not impacting your life, you're not hurting yourself or anyone else by drinking, but over time, I've just become less and less into that. When you're sober around drunk people, it makes drinking that much less appealing because you see how stupid people can be. And and that's not to say that I don't have a drink every once in a while, but last year when I was in off season, I think I probably averaged one half of one drink a month. Like I would have a drink with a friend probably once a month and I wouldn't finish the drink because I would start to feel tipsy after half of it and I would freak out and not like it. <laughs> so that's where I was at with that. And and I'll be honest, it definitely had an impact on my personal life. And so this season, I really wanted to go into it with the mindset of, you know what, let's live a more balanced lifestyle. Let's maybe make sure you've got enough free time for yourself to do things, to possibly pursue romantic relationships, or just go out on dates to make sure that you have enough time with your friends and feeling like you're doing things for yourself, you're having time to relax, and you're not just working seven days a week, constantly training, constantly at the gym, only meal prepping, and just stressed out and feeling like you're in a little com- competition pressure cooker, which in, in some ways is, is how I did feel from time to time. And, and I'm probably hyperbolizing and making it sound more dramatic than it was, but probably only half the way through my off-season did I feel like I kind of figured out my breathing room and my space and what I was doing with my meal plans and my workout. So those first four or five months, they were really hard. And and that's one thing I will do to remind myself because pretty much any bikini girl struggles with reverse dieting, struggles with the concept of rebounding or avoiding a rebound. And a rebound is usually defined as gaining a lot of weight really fast. So when you hear girls gaining 20, 25, 30 pounds immediately after a show, that's kind of what I would call a rebound. But that's why we reverse diet. That's why we try to do it slowly, put on the right type of weight. I would not consider being 10 pounds above stage weight a rebound, although I still don't feel great about the amount based on how many weeks I am away from the show. I wish You know, maybe I was only five to eight pounds up from stage weight, but it is what it is. You know, I need to be nice to myself. And so part of why I took you guys through that journey of last year's offseason is just to show you that these are patterns that play out. Like this was something that happened to me last year. I worked through it. I came back better. Like Anytime you have these struggles or these challenges, when you force yourself to do the mental work in the physical work, and push through the difficulty, push through the feeling of being uncomfortable, of being unhappy, and forcing yourself to just freaking own up and deal with it. You're going to come back better. You're going to come back stronger. And you're not the only one having these thoughts. You're not the only one who feels guilty about eating things. You're not the only one who looks in the mirror after a show or a few weeks after a show and doesn't like what they see. Pretty much any bikini girl feels this way. Like you are not alone out there. And so that's the biggest thing I wanted to convey. And just look at the, the pictures people are posting. Their pictures may be throwbacks. They may not fully represent what they look like right now. And and there are very different standards too for people at an IFBB you know, professional level. The expectation of their physique, their competition seasons are longer. So it's more expected that they're going to be lean year round. And if you are not in that position, don't feel like you have to look like that or you have to do that. I mean, really, the biggest thing is you should just try to be healthy, like eat when you're hungry, don't eat when you're full, eat healthy foods and keep the processed stuff to a minimum. Like that's the basics there. If you're doing that, you can't really be mad at yourself, especially if you're still getting in some exercise, getting in some cardio I would definitely never recommend completely stopping cardio after a show. I would say taper down. But if you're doing all those things, you're eating real foods, you're minimizing your processed stuff, and you're still exercising, how mad can you really be at yourself? And so, this is what I try to remind myself: is like, Laura, don't be unreasonable. You know, you don't all of a sudden have fat face. You don't all of a sudden have an extra 30 pounds around your midsection. There's no spare tire, your tummy's still flat. Let's be a little bit nicer to ourselves, or to myself. Let's be, let's be a little bit more reasonable, and and recognize what the thoughts are. Recognize maybe what triggered them. You know, was I <laughs> Instagram stalking some beautiful IFBB pro bikini girl, and and comparing myself to her? Was I feeling like crap because I did that, or what did I do? You know, did I go eat? A little bit too much processed stuff okay well maybe next time I can learn from that and I can know that oh I got a tummy ache maybe I shouldn't have eaten that and next time I can make a healthier choice when I want to treat or something or maybe I could scale back my portions so these are all the things I just wanted to share with you guys and talk to you about like we're all going through these struggles none of us is any better than anyone else we're all human we all have these thoughts. Competition is a very extreme sport. It's a very mentally demanding sport. And you have to be willing and ready to not only put the physical work in, but also the mental work. And for me, what this means is recognizing these negative thought patterns, acknowledging them, trying to be a little bit introspective, recognize where they're coming from, number one, so I can minimize them happening again, but then two, also working through them acknowledging them, talking yourself down. Like those are all the habits that I think really help a lot. Um, and just, just know that the more you push through, the more you embrace that maybe you don't feel 100%, the more you're going to feel better, the more you're going to work through these things. Like off season is, is tough. It's tough transitioning, Nobody wants to blow up, nobody wants to feel crummy in their bodies, but the reality of it is that for me and many bikini girls, we need to add muscle in our off-season and that's not going to happen in a calorie deficit. So by trying to do way too much cardio, by trying to stay way too lean or to stay stage lean year around, you're not actually helping yourself. If you need to grow, get okay with the idea that you're going to add a little bit of, you're going to add a little bit of weight. You're going to add a little bit of size, but then you are 100% in control. When you're willing and ready to prep, you're in 100% control of getting shredded again. So don't stress out. Don't worry about it. Just be nice to yourself. And you guys just just embrace embrace the thickness, I would say. Um, I guess my final tip is just look for like <laughs> maybe some different inspo or like body inspo. Like I'll go to like Fashion Nova. Like look at those girls who are like thick and curvy and beautiful, still slim and just embrace that type of look and like think about what looks flatter my body. Like what clothing can I wear that flatters the fact that my booty is bigger or, you know, can I wear some stuff that maybe is going to disguise my tummy a little bit if that's an area I'm feeling self-conscious about so think about the things that will make you feel happier will make you feel good about your body like maybe getting your hair your nails done or your makeup done or whatever it is but just embrace loving yourself lean into loving yourself there's no reason to beat yourself up needlessly and I hope you guys got some value out of this I wanted to just to be really super, super honest with everything that's going on with me and why I have been a little bit quieter on social media. I just am not like bubbly, exploding with energy, feeling 100% amazing about how I look because to be honest, that's not how I feel right now. I feel a little bit gross, but I want to share that. I want to be honest about that and I'm working through it. I still think I look great, but it's just not the same as being on stage. And and I guarantee in a few weeks this will be long behind me because I'm going to put in the mental work to feel better. So thank you guys so much for listening. That's all I have for you this week. Do not forget to go rate, review, subscribe on iTunes and leave a five-star rating. Also, if you could please, 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 if you like this episode, share it on your Instagram story. Tell your friends about it. Tell your bikini girls about it. Tell your competitor bros about it they want to know what's going on our heads guys love bikini girls they want to know this stuff too so share it with your friends go rate review subscribe on itunes and i will catch you guys next week thank you so much for the support and thank you for listening